can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Testing Thursdays with Wayne. Hope everybody's had a good week. I know I certainly did, because it's what I did last week is the subject of today's podcast. So, what happened? Well, my wife and I actually took a little mini vacation, and courtesy of Southwest Vacations, and we went to Jamaica uh, Sunday through actually Friday last week. And uh, we had a wonderful time um, doing it through Southwest. And this is not a, a commercial or endorsement necessarily, but it was easy, simple, and uh, comparatively uh, price-wise was, was really good. Um, what I would have spent for a week uh, in Ocean City, Maryland, um, I spent a little bit less for six days at an all-inclusive resort in Jamaica. So, uh, you know, do the math there, people. Um, we decided to go to Jamaica. Now, Maggie and I have been to Jamaica before in the past. Uh, probably this is our maybe fourth, maybe fifth, but probably more like the fourth time we've been. Um, and, and in fact, that's how it is with most of the Caribbean islands. Uh, being in Baltimore and BWI Airport being a hub for a lot of um, airlines, it was very easy. We got a nonstop flight uh, from Baltimore straight to Montego Bay. Uh, it's a, the flight is just a hair under three hours, which is a nothing flight, really, uh, as far as time is concerned. And believe it or not, the flights were on time. Um, they uh, it was quick, it was simple, uh, just really pleasant. The resort that that we um, got, uh, selected through Southwest was relatively new it's it's a little bit out of the way in the um, in montego bay it's it's really in the boonies but uh it was called the coral ocean resort um and next it was the coral eden resort the adult only we went to the family one and it, it was wonderful probably one of the best better best all-inclusive resorts we've ever been to food wise service wise room wise everything it was clean spotless clean but I want to talk about the pool. Duh. Um, I've seen a lot of pools in my time um, in, in various stages of, oh, my God, that's beautiful to Jesus Christ. What the hell is this? Um, and I have to tell you that um, I'd have to give this pool an A+. Uh, let me give you some some details, some deets. Uh, the pool was enormous. That's the simple way to describe it. Uh, it was, I would say, if I had, it was a freeform pool that was almost the entire length of one side of where all the rooms were. Uh, and I know that's kind of tough to kind of visualize, but if you have ever seen pictures of all-inclusive resorts, normally you have like the lobby in the front and then two buildings on, uh, that go out from it on either side and there's something in the middle. And usually it's a pool. Well, this pool 
I, I had to guess was at least 350 to 400,000 gallons of water. Uh, I've never seen a pool this big before. I've never had to deal with a pool or experience a pool like this before. And although it was 300, it was a big, big ass pool, BAP, big ass pool. Although it was a big ass pool, um, the, the maximum depth was three feet, uh, which I thought was not a bad idea so that, you know, kids can get into it without too much of a fear. Um, um, adults were fine with it. Of course, there was no diving. They had um, they had a separate water park for the kids behind one of the other buildings. And then there was a lazy river in the adult area. We never went to them. And of course, if you want to go to the beach, the beach was there too. We did go to the beach one day. Um, but this pool was, was incredible. The first thing I noticed, and I, and I told a couple people uh, already on the talk, talking pools staff about this. Th- the first thing that caught my eye was that at one end of the pool, they had handicap access. They had, a ramp that probably went out. Uh, it was it, it was a ramp combined with beach entry. That's the best way to describe it. Um, and it probably went out about ten to fifteen feet from from the side, um, which I thought was was incredible. They really thought about it. They didn't have any lift chairs um, for the pool, and they didn't have any lift chairs for the hot tub, uh, which kind of surprised me. But um, I was more impressed over the fact that they had that 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 single access you know ramp, uh, rather handicap access ramp. So so that that was the first thing that impressed me. The second thing that impressed me was that I didn't smell anything, um, and I went okay, that could be a good thing, that could be a bad thing. Well, it turned out to be a good thing. I'll tell you about that in a moment. Uh, the water was crystal clear. I mean, like crystal clear, dual main drains. Every hundred feet ish or so, that impressed the hell out of me. Um, and and of course, it had a swim bar. Not that I would have ever partaken of the swim bar. <clears throat> yeah, right. Uh, for those who know me, that was that was a lie. Uh, but um, um, the water was absolutely clear. And so, um, you know, I've always pushed the fact that that when you're evaluating the pool, you, you of course you test the water. And I didn't have any access to, I didn't bring test strips with me or a test kit or anything for, you know, luggage and all that crap. Um, but, you know, you, you rely on four of your five senses. Okay. Well, one, you don't drink the water, <laughs> obviously. That's the one you don't use. But, you know, use your sight to look at the water to see what kind of conditions it's in. And this was crystal clear, absolutely crystal clear. Did not see any algae. Um, didn't see, didn't uh, see any, any, um, scaling. Uh, it, it was just pleasant. Um, the next thing you can do is hear, do you hear anything? Well, I couldn't because the pump room was underground, um, about 20 feet away from the pool. Um, so you got to kind of nix that one. Uh, so you've got sight, you've got sound, you've got, um, smell. And I already told you, I didn't smell anything. So, you know, it's it's got a lot of good things going for it. So I thought, okay, the, the, one of the few times I've ever done this, but I got in the pool. Um, and first thing, um, because it being in Jamaica and it was hot as hell, um, you're talking mid nineties, really high humidity, kind of like what it is in August in Maryland, uh, but every day. And um, uh, the water was warm, uh, very very warm. Uh, I would probably guesstimate. It, it, between 80 and 82 degrees, which um, 
is wonderfully comfortable for me, not for some other people, but it, it was very, very comfortable. Um, refreshing to a degree, but after you've been sitting in the hot sun, and for me in the hot sun, under an umbrella or in the shade, um, and you get in there, it's it's very refreshing. So then I got a closer look at things like the walls and things like that. So, you know, everything was, was scrubbed clean. Tile in the pool wasn't, wasn't slippery. And it had a good feel to it. So, you know, you didn't feel like you were just sliding along. Um, and, and, and nothing. And, and the other thing was normally you can tell if it's a chlorinated pool by simply getting in the water and smelling. Well, it didn't smell anything. So I thought, okay, this is weird. So, you know, then I did this, the, the smell test with my hand. You know, it was in the water. I pulled it out, out of the water, shook off the excess water for a couple of minutes and then smelled my hand. You know, and, and nine times out of 10, if there's corn in the water, you smell the glory on, on your hands. Didn't smell any. So I thought, okay, this is interesting. I know they're not going to be using bromine because bromine is expensive and this is a BAP, big ass pool. <clears throat> so they're not going to spend all the big bucks. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe they, they used a combination of a couple things. So I wound up talking to not the facilities manager, but the, I guess you would call him the assistant. Uh, because the lifeguards there are simply lifeguards. They don't do anything but be a lifeguard. Um, but I, 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 I saw the, uh, I saw the one guy who I thought might be in management and it turns out he was, he was assistant facilities manager. And I explained to him who I was, not that he knew who I was and not that it impressed him. But when I started talking pool, pool talk, he, uh, he perked up and he said, he probably realized this, this idiot knows what he's talking about as opposed to all the other idiots that think they do. So, the facilities manager, the assistant facilities manager told this idiot, um, the pool was, was about 350,000 gallons. Um, and, and the temperature was indeed, uh, they, at 80, they don't obviously heat the pool. They, they use, um, the sun because it's Jamaica. Um, pH on, he couldn't take me down the pump room, wasn't allowed. And I said, okay, I got that. Not a problem. And then he said, um, and then I asked him all the other readings, and he said, well, alkalinity usually runs a little high there on the islands. He said anywhere from 120 to 140. And I said, okay, well, that's doable. And pH was approximately 7.5, set to 7.6. It doesn't waver much. He says the only time it does is on the weekends when it gets really, really crowded, and it tends to go up. And I said, well, that obviously makes sense. And he says, well, what we do, if, if, if that happens, we just feed a little bit of acid. They had, a, they had an automatic acid system in there acid feed system. And I thought, okay, well, that's impressive. Um, he said, calcium hardness runs high. Uh, it's usually 500 to 600. Um, and um, I asked about TDS and he didn't know what TDS was. So I wasn't really worried about it. So I asked him, well, how, how often do you drain it and clean it? And he says, we do that once a season, 350,000 gallon pool in Jamaica in an Island and they dump the water completely and clean it thoroughly and then refill it back up. That's a lot of money, a lot of, a lot of money, but it's something they do. And, and I could tell that he was kind of proud of what he was doing, um, of what they were doing for the pool. And um, I apologize. You might hear my wife mowing the lawn outside. <laughs> uh, she likes to do that. That's fine with me. Um, anyhow, getting back on track. So, uh, I asked him, well, how do you sanitize the pool? What do you do? And he says, well, it's a combination of a couple of things. They actually do have a UV system um, as, as, a, as a secondary um, 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 
sanitation system um, for crypto and things like that. And I said, well, what's your primary? And he says, well, we, we do have a chlorine generator, saltwater system. And I went, wow, for this size pool? He says, actually, we have four running the pool. It's that big. Um, they have to have four units on there in order to deal with the entire pool. Um, and he said, we also have the, the, the one hot tub that I saw plumbed into it. He said, the other hot tubs, the Lazy River, the water park, they're on separate systems. Um, but he said, yeah, we, we try to maintain anywhere from 3,000 to 3,200 parts per million of salt in the pool. And I said, well, let me tell you, I've <laughs> been around pools for, for a while. Um, and when I told him what, what company I used to work for, <laughs> he actually said, that's the kit that we use. And I went, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. You know that little booklet that, that's in the kit? Yeah, I wrote that little booklet. And he looked at me and he said, that's pretty cool. And then I, then I talked, I asked him if it was a CPO. He didn't know what CPO was, so I kind of explained it to him. And, and he said that Jamaican uh, health agencies, um, the agency itself, doesn't really deal with pools, at least the one that, that he uh, works or knows of. So they're kind of left on their own. So what they follow is um, um, whatever um, they can pretty much find online as far as ideal ranges. And and I told them, I said, well, you know, the numbers you gave me are, aren't bad. I said, calcium hardness is a little high. I said, you got to watch for scaling. And, and, and he knew about that. And he said they had scaling problems when they first built the pool and uh, the resort about three years ago. Uh, yeah, about three years ago, uh, just before COVID hit. Um, but he said since then they really haven't had a problem. Um, but yeah, their their turnover rate was uh, a, a proc. He said it's it it varies slightly, but he said it's around seven hours. And I said, okay, well that's pretty good. And he said, well that's seven hours per area. They they have in in their system they they divvied out the, this this BAP into four sections. Um, one they call the entry section, one they call the bar section, one they call um, the play section, and then towards the back, the volleyball section. Um, and um, he, sa he said that um, uh, it can vary slightly, but but not tremendously so. Uh, he said they said only time that they have big time problems is if 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 they have a lot of people, a lot of guests in the pool. And he said, this time of year, it, it, there's not too many people there because, you know, it's, it's summer and it's hot and people don't want to go from hot to hot necessarily. Um, but he said, usually for them, uh, January and February are, are packed to the gills. And he said, even though they don't have any, you know, like uh, bather limits, um, try not to get it so tight that people are just kind of standing there, you know, shoulder to shoulder. He said they, they try to control it a little bit. He said, but it's tough sometimes because people are on vacation and they want to get in and things like that. So I, I was really, really impressed. The one, not complaint really, but he said the one bad thing about, about the pool is that it's, it's tough to get supplies and it's tough to get, um, well, things like chemicals and he said, salt's easy to get. He said, thank goodness for that. Uh, he said, but other things like, like acid and, and, and anything else that, that they might need, um, uh, the, the outer side, if it, if it needed it, that kind of thing. He said distribution for products in Jamaica and not necessarily Jamaica, but the entire Caribbean is, is kind of iffy. 
um, some of the companies that that deal internationally don't do every island in the Caribbean. Even though Jamaica is a hot spot, he said the he said the uh, the majority of, of the concentration seems to be in in like Bermuda and the Bahamas, things like that. He said the further south ish you go, uh, the more difficult it is. And he said some equipment suppliers are really really good with that. Um, he did mention Jandy. He mentioned Hayward. Um, forgot who else off the hand something with an S. Since it's equipment, I don't care. <laughs> but um, I was I was very impressed with with this pool. And and th- those of you who know me, especially those of you who are listening who may have worked with me, um, I am very very picky uh, when it comes to. Um, getting in pools, which I don't really get into. Uh, definitely don't get into spas because I know what the problem is with them. That's just a human bathtub. And assuming a bathtub that is somebody else uses it. Um, but I will get in a pool if, if I know and if it's if it's clean and, and safe to get in. If I have a test kit with me, if it's obviously around me, I, I'll bring a test kit or a test strip and do a quick dip and or uh, strip dip or or do a quick test or two um but you know you can't bring those internationally anymore they the customs tends to frown on that um but um i was confident in what i saw and confident in what i felt when i got in the pool that i felt okay um i said yeah we can we can do this and of course my wife was already in the pool before even saying anything it's like, no, wait, wait a minute, Maggie. Okay. There you are. Um, but it was good. So it it was, it was very good to see that there are some, um, resorts that take the time to learn how to do things the right way, as opposed to hearsay. Uh, and that, that's, that's a biggie. That's, that's a real biggie on, on, in my book. Uh, if you're going to do it, do it right. And not a not half assed. Um, the the only thing that that I told I talked with him about was in, in depth was uh, the CPO program, and I and I told him I said you really should you and and your boss and whomever else works on this pool um, should really consider it. And I said actually you can do the class online now, so you don't have to travel you know, to the States or another, another Island or whatnot, but you can do everything online. And he, his eyes kind of perked up. And I said, you know, remembering the time difference, because Jamaica is one hour ahead of the East coast of the U S. So, um, uh, I said, the, the only thing you really, really need to be conscious of, I said, but you know, here's how you get, here's how you find a class. And so, you know, I walked him through that and he was really appreciative. Um, of it, and he was very, very proud of, of the way that the pool looked, and, and and very proud of the fact that somebody took time to notice you know, how well it was taken care of. He said, "Because most people don't." And I said, "I get it. You know, not everybody is in the pool industry or has ties to it, and can actually appreciate something like this." Um, but yeah, uh, uh, I was incredibly impressed with the pool, and so that that took a lot. <laughs> that took a big, big a lot for me to get into the pool. So, summing this all up, why am I telling you this? Well, you know, when when I first got into the industry, and I take 
the wife and the kids to to the ocean, to a resort or whatnot. And I remember I would bring um, a test kit with me because it was within the States, for example. And uh, I would test the pool water. And the kids hated that because there were many occasions in which I would not let them get in the pool. And uh, there were a couple times I can remember that we actually um, checked out of a hotel. Um, that we had to do it twice because the pool was so bad. Uh, unfortunately, one was in Ocean City, Maryland. The other one was, one was in Myrtle Beach, um, South Carolina. Uh, the pool was horrible. It was a cesspool in both cases. Uh, obviously, not well taken care of, not well maintained. People really didn't know what they were doing. Um, so I'm sure that they've been closed or dealt with over the years. But when they were younger, they would hate it when we would go on vacation because of the fact that I wouldn't let them get in the pool um, or, or, or unless unless daddy tested the water, daddy's got to do it. Um, they now, of course, understand why daddy did that so that you guys were safe and you know didn't get sick or anything like that. Of course, the, the wife knew exactly what, what I was doing. She wasn't happy about it either, but you know, she, she understood why kids didn't at that age. They were very young. But like I said, as they got older, they, they completely understood. And, and now I have um, um, people um, not, that are not my kids asking me about, you know, what's this look like? How does this, this kind of pool deal with? I think I told you about my, my best friend's neighbor's pool that had an issue with um, small, small backyard pool, maybe 25,000 gallons. Uh, that had it turned out to be a leak problem in the ground. The pool's only a couple of years old, and they've got piping that's leaking uh, underneath, and they're getting no no flow, no pressure, things like that. And what the owner thought was a simple fix is now turning out to be a several several thousands of dollars repair job. Um, and you know, it sucks to be him, I guess. But um, <coughs> again, <coughs> if you do it right the first time. You don't have to worry about it. Um, I'm thinking of that um, guy on um, Home and Garden, HGTV, <clears throat> Mike Holmes. I don't know if you've ever seen any of his shows, but he had one on a number of years ago called Home Holmes on Homes. And right now he's got one um, that where he goes in and, and he, basically what he does is him, his son and his daughter are all in, in the industry and his, his, um, phrase uh, of the day is always, if you're going to do it, do it right. And I'm going to do it right. And uh, he takes care of people and, and fixes the problems that other contractors like gave up on or abandoned them or scammed their customers, things like that. Unfortunately, he's based in Canada. Uh, she would come down here to the States. But um, I, I follow his, his um, wording. Yeah. Do it, do it right. Uh, you do it right. You do it correctly. You've got a happy customer. You have a happy customer. You have a forever customer. Um, we've heard too many stories of late, especially one that um, some contractors, and uh, forgive me if I say it wrong, some contractors in Florida scammed a whole lot of people. I've read something on um, uh, Instagram about that the other day. Um, um, I forgot where they were based out of. I want to say Sarasota, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but it seems to be a problem like that, you know, misuse of funds, you know, that kind of thing. It's just fly-by-night contractors are, are obviously a big problem. So I'm rambling, which means I should be ending fairly soon. <laughs> so 
Um, hope you all have a, a great week upcoming. Please try to stay uh, safe uh, and try to stay comfortable as best as you can in the heat. And I will be talking at you next Thursday. Oh, oh, I forgot. Again, if you have any kind of technical questions, it doesn't have to be on testing or anything like that. It could be on, on any topic. If you have a question, send it to talkingpools at gmail.com. That's talkingpools at gmail.com. And it will be reviewed and sent to the appropriate um, person in our group answer the question now if your answer if your question is selected to be dealt with and addressed uh in one of the podcasts you will win a prize it's not cracker jack either oh god i just dated myself anyhow um but yeah uh, we'll, we'll send you out something as a pretty big thank you uh so appreciate you listening today you all have a great week and we'll talk at you soon take care bye-bye just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 